Everyone. Here's what happens, guys. Just yeah. hand us the entire script yeah. for the season. Open on. Um, but did you, did you all go to the panel? I could. Did no? Okay, so then I can tell you lots of new things. Okay, so here's what happens. So basically, the end of last season. Um, so we opened the season three months later. The end of last season, people find out about zombies. A bunch of people who lived in Seattle were like, "Shit, there's zombies! Get the hell out!" So a bunch of people left, and then the people that stayed got stuck because they built a, the U.S. government built a wall around Seattle. So now you have people living with zombies that don't necessarily want to be living with zombies, and this wall. And the interesting thing about that to me is that now people know about zombies. So you have the people that are outside the wall who might be ill, might be dying, who are like, oh my god, salvation for me is behind that wall and I can't get in. And then you have the people inside the wall who are like, oh my god, I'm going to die. There's zombies unless I get out of here. And they can't get out. And I think that having that as the backdrop of our show this season is really, you know, unfortunately topical. And, but also inter interesting as, uh, you know, in the beginning of this live just trying to kind of get through the day without, well, without outing herself as a zombie and fighting off Blaine, whatever evil doings he was up to. And now it's this kind of more, now it's huge. Now it's, it, there's so much more at play and she's also going to be a key player in, in this, as is the rest of our cast. So I think it's a lot more interesting. There's a lot higher stakes, and but we'll still have our... Uh, brains of the week, and they'll still be solving solving murder cases, and um, uh, yeah. Do you think that shift was a natural shift in the show, or do you feel like that was a prevalent thing in everything we today? I think we, do, we definitely don't like sit around to go. Wow, the world's a shit show now. <laughs> you really need a zombie show to comment on this and do it justice. Like we're not like that. Those people were. It's just unfortunate that when you're writing a show in which a group of people are operating out of fear and ignorance, and another group of people are are operating, you know, are operating out of fear and ignorance, and that that doesn't gel. It's kind of what's just it just happens to be what's happening. I mean, it's unfortunate, but uh, so we, we didn't we didn't feel like this is our moment to really say something. It's just it's kind of right there in just being authentic and telling the story. And I also think that, you know, whenever you have a show where there's a secret identity or there's a big secret, there's just only so long you can keep it a secret before people just call bullshit, you know? Like, we had to tell, we had to let Claude know because it was just getting ridiculous. And then once so many people know, then you just like, that many people know and not everybody know. Like, it's just, once you can call bullshit too many times on a show where someone eats brains and solves murders, <laughs> you, really, <laughs> right? you really just have to kind of get to it and like put it out there. And it's challenging and it's kind of scary. Like Rob had mentioned in the panel, like we made that decision at the end of season three and then season four we were like, oh shit, now we have to figure out how to do this. Um, but it's, I think it is more exciting television and makes for better storytelling. And um, when people binge watch, it, they'll just their head will explode. I think I the goal is exploding heads. I don't know. So um, what's been the most exciting thing in being able to, you know, explore these new directions with the characters? Like you said, like live no longer, longer needing to like hide the things that's on there. 
So how fun, you know, in the writing room and all that, working on it, has it changed with either adding new dynamics to the show? The exciting thing for me is a new dynamic of rebellion for Liv. Like, now she's not hiding anymore. Now she's, now people know who she is, and she's, like, out and proud, you know? And I think that, like, that, that re she's, she's always had a heroic side to her, and now having a heroic slash rebellious side, I think it's going to be a fun thing to, to see. Um, I'm very excited about that, so, yeah. I like that you've like, been able to bring people like Darren and Ken back, and now Robert's going to be a regular. Like, talk about some of the, some of the secondary characters that we'll see. I will tell you that Johnny Frost is going to have a morning show called Frostbites, and I might yes. be more excited about that than I am about the rebellious <laughs> hero. No, I love, I love Darren so much that having him, anytime we can have him, we have so many characters, like, you know, Jimmy the sketch artist, like people that just come in and do an episode that we're like, I love you. And then we have our staple of people from our Veronica Mars family that we know, like Ken and Darren, that we uh, just want to have back because it's great fun and they just deliver at every point. And when you're doing, like literally when we were doing this, the Dominatrix episode, we knew right away that Johnny Frost obviously had to be like involved. And then the idea that it could also be Ken, like the moment that happened in the writer's room, it was like the gates to heaven opened up and it was just so, it was so much fun. It was, yeah, so we will always seize any opportunity for them that we can. We see Jason back? Yes, yes, he's, Chase plays a big role in um, this, uh, what's it called? Uh, Thank you. English is hard. <laughs> you television. I, I literally called Robert, Robert Nepper a full-time employee before <laughs> <laughs> the season's regular. Because it's, it's, yeah, it's like a, he's working out.